If you love the blue and white like we do, and you like to stay up to date on what's going on around Ripley High School athletics, make sure you subscribe to this podcast and turn on your notifications. Welcome to episode 34 of Viking 360, and in this episode, you'll hear from assistant Viking football coach Mike Cummings, newly minted Hall of Fame inductee Ty Phelan, standout tailback from the 2002 playoff team Brandon Rogers, and also hear a two-minute clip from one of the best hatchet games of all time in which former Viking Will Hossafluke scored the deciding points. The Vikings have a man in blue on their coaching staff, and in this interview with Mike Rubin, you'll find out why. At any given practice, you may hear him referred to as officer. You may hear him referred to as coach. You may hear him referred to as dad. Our guest is Mike Cummings uh, with the Ripley High football team. Mike, thanks for being with us. Thank you, sir. Now, let's talk, take those uh, roles one at a time. First, uh, as officer, tell us about uh, uh, your career. All right. I'm currently the uh, prevention resource officer here at Ripley High School. Um, what I do here is just kind of develop relationships with the kids, uh, make sure nothing happens around here. Um, you know, it encompasses a lot of different different jobs around the school. Um, I've been doing this for about four years now. And how long so, have you been in law enforcement? Uh, Eleven years. Very good. Yes. And as coach, tell us what your role is on the, the Viking squad w with the team. I uh, help coach the, re uh, the receivers, the split ends, um, we, and I also help coach several different areas of the football team, um, special teams and such like that, help okay. out with that. You have one game behind you now. What was your evaluation of, of week one and how do we get ready for Buchanan this week? Uh, we need to just fix a few mistakes that we made uh, playing Parksburg South, um, but we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll be ready for Friday night. And also, your your third role, uh, you're also referred to as dad. Now, tell us about that situation. Yes, I have two sons on the team. Uh, Anthony Nichols is my stepson, and uh, Blake Cummings is my son. Um, they're both on the team. One's a senior and one's a uh, sophomore. So they're, they're both on the team. We actually live in Ravenswood, um, but me working over here and, you know, their grandpa, which they call him granddad, um, is Coach Sayer. Um, he's uh, one of the coaches as well. So we just thought it would be a right fit, and we really like Ripley High School. So. Well, that's awesome. And uh, Officer Cummings, thank you for what you do, and thank you for helping out the Vikings. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. One of the most exciting uh, hatchet games in the history of the rivalry between Ripley and Ravenswood was the game in 1995 at Memorial Stadium. Yeah, Rube, the Vikings trailed that one by 18 points in the first half and were able to storm back in the second half, posting 19 points on the board to win that ballgame. And one of the heroes of that game was none other than former Ripley principal Will Hossefluck. Timeout, it's going to be second and goal, the ball on the five-yard line. Ripley. 
trying to tie this ball game up with 3.37 remaining in the ball game. This drive began on the 20-yard line for the Vikings. Wishbone formation in the backfield. Stevenson underneath center. Take it to Hossifliff, left side. Hossifliff right back as he's in the end zone. Touchdown! Will Hossifliff with a five-yard run. It's a one-point game now, 19-18 to 18 in favor of Ravenswood. Listen to this crowd. They are going crazy. Ripley have come back with 18 unanswered points. And Ripley wants to talk about now it's decision time. Do you play for the tie? They have missed two point after attempts. Both point afters have been blocked this evening. You're at home. It's 19 to 18. A two-point conversion would make it 20 to 19. You still have three minutes and a half left on the clock, though. It is decision time. As you just pointed out, two extra point attempts have been blocked here so far. Ripley down by a point. 19 to 18. And Will Hossifluk with just a huge game tonight, particularly in the second half. 21 carries and 94 yards for Big Will tonight. Including two touchdowns, a touchdown run of three yards and the most recent one of five yards. We have seen a dandy here tonight from Death Island Memorial Stadium. Everything you would expect from a traditional uh, hatchet game between the Ravenswood Red Devils and the Ripley Vikings. Mike Rubin called it a West Virginia high school sports classic, and I, I think it's lived up to that tonight. It was all Ravenswood in the first half. It's been all Ripley here in the second half. And Ripley is going to go for the two-point conversion. Hang on, ladies and gentlemen, to the edge of your ears. Here we go. They give it to 23 Hossifluck around the left side. He's in. He made it. He's in. Hossifluck across the goal line for two points. Oh, man. This has taken the lead. This place is going crazy. Oh, it's pandemonium at Death Valley Memorial Stadium. Will Hossifluck on the two-point conversion around the left side. Takes it across the goal line. Ripley leads. This week's Hall of Fame inductee, the Viking football game, will be none other than Ty Phelan, a standout through his career at Ripley High School. You'll hear his thoughts with Mike Rubin. Our guest on Viking 360 is to be inducted in the Viking Football Hall of Fame at uh, this Friday's game against Buchanan Upshur. Welcome to the microphone, Mr. Ty Phelan. Hello, Rube. Ty, let's talk about that football season of 2002. And what an exciting team that was. It had to be great to play on the same team with that, that kind of talent. Uh, yes, we were, um, we were, it was a great team. It was a great uh, family atmosphere. We, I know our sophomore year, we missed the playoffs um, pretty bad. We were three and seven, I believe, or two and eight. And then our junior year, we were six and four. And the leadership started to pick up. Um, and then we knew coming in our senior year, we had played ball with each other um, since C team. And we were a close group of guys and we thought we had the talent to uh, go all the way. So every day was, uh, was a fun day. We had fun every day. And I remember that 2002 team for two characteristics. Number one, an explosive offense with 
Corey Eisner, Jeff McCoy, Brandon Rogers, but also a very rugged defense that was known to really put the clamp on some teams. Yes, our uh, our defense we had uh, lockdown ends as in Dell Kessner. Um, I believe he is a uh, also a Hall of Famer. Um, Brian Higginbotham, O'Higgy, and then Steve Sayer uh, and Daniel Harrison were linebackers. Uh, me at nose guard. Um, our defense was fast. I believe I was the the whole team was fast. I was the slowest starter on both sides of the ball, and I ran like a five-one. So every lineman was under a five-five flat forty. So we we're pretty fast. And I know the uh, the the Phelan family history uh, dates to the uh, the Riverside uh, region, and we had two significant games against the Warriors that year, one in the regular season and one in the in the postseason. Uh, yes, uh, the first time uh, Riverside had uh, taken a loss at their home field, other than a playoff game against Parkersburg, was us. I believe we beat them 14 to seven, and the only touchdown that they scored on that defense was a fake punt that Rusty Taylor took 70 some yards. But um, yeah, the defense was a great game. It was uh, played in the mud, as I think every game that year was played in the mud. And then we played them our second round of playoffs, and it was on turf, and uh, it was a it was a whole other uh, whole other game um, at Laidley. They ended up getting the better of us that game. And and speaking of mud, the last game played on natural grass or natural mud uh, on this field was your senior year, and our opponent was none other than Buchanan Upshur, who is this week's opponent. That's rather ironic. Uh, yes, uh, that game, that game was in mud and it was cold and raining. Um, actually, probably the coolest picture of my football career was uh, braced the cover of uh, Parkersburg Sports page, and it was down and dirty was the headline. And um, that uh, that game, um, with like I said, all of our games was in mud. Um, but it's uh, it's kind of ironic that uh, tonight is Buchanan versus Ripley and that was the last game that I had played on Ripley Field. I think that that playoff game against Buchanan was the final blow that convinced the people of the Ripley community that hey it's time to go to AstroTurf here because uh, the, the field was used so much by the youth league, by the middle school, by the freshman team, by the JV team, by the soccer teams and by midway through the season it was basically uh, a piece of mud. Uh, yeah also you can't forget the band. Uh, our band, that's one thing that I want to state that uh, one thing that got me fired up for a football game was hearing those drums, hearing that band play. And our band was amazing. Um, I think it was like a hundred some members uh, back then. I don't know what their numbers are now. Um, but yeah, that field was used um, uh, pretty much every, every day. And so the field, the new turf is amazing. Um, it gives our, our student athletes um, just an awesome experience every time they go out there on the field. Now, in addition to making first team All-State in, in football, uh, you had quite a wrestling career here, capped by uh, a second place finish in the state wrestling tournament as a senior. Um, what are your memories of, uh, of being in, involved with the Viking wrestling program? Uh, the Viking wrestling program uh, when we moved up here from the Riverside area and going in, I was going into third grade, we wrestled, you know, every year. And that, the sport of wrestling 
and Ripley Wrestling, for those four years of my high school, we, we were four-time regional champions as a team. And I think our best finish as a team was top five. Um, but we, uh, the wrestling team, as long as the football, the volleyball team, softball, baseball team, uh, even the basketball team, we were, we were there to compete. So our group of athletes, um, freshmen to seniors, was an amazing group of athletes and um, very competitive. And still on the subject of wrestling, you are still involved in the wrestling in, in the Ripley community today. Uh, yes, uh, I uh, am the head coach of the Pee Wee Wrestling Program here. We had um, a great number. We had 45 kids last year. Um, we actually had the first in um, uh, Ripley history as the um, County Wrestler of the Year, um, Kendrick Durst. Uh, so that's a first for Ripley. So the Ripley Wrestling Program is looking up. Um, it's uh, been a staple in my life, and even in my football career, uh, wrestling has been a staple. Ty, um, thank you so much for spending your time with us today, and good luck with the wrestling program, and uh, congratulations on being selected uh, by your peers, members of the uh, Viking Fullbackers Club. They are the ones who select the members to be inducted in the Viking Football Hall of Fame, so congratulations. Well, thank you, Rube, and I do want to thank everyone that um, had a hand in this. On, um, it really means a lot to me. It brings back um, a lot of good memories and uh, hopefully someone that hears this, a young kid, um, keeps working hard and one day will be on that wall as well. I appreciate it. Thank you. One of the most talented running backs in the history of Ripley High School is Brandon Rogers. He put up big numbers at, both at Ripley and then he went on to play at West Virginia Wesleyan and he's still a man with numbers as an accountant. Welcome back to Viking 360. I'm joined now by a good friend, a guy that I've often called my little brother, Brandon Rogers, a 2004 graduate of Ripley High School, standout on the football field as well as basketball court. Brandon, thanks for being with me. Thanks, Brian. I appreciate uh, you getting a hold of me so I can do the podcast with you. Hey, man, tell us uh, where you're at, what you're doing, what's new in Brandon's life. I'm currently living in Charlotte. Uh, I work for a firm called the Siegfried Group. Um, I'm in accounting. I do uh, uh, CPA consulting work. Um, just down here trying to uh, make a difference. Do you ever see yourself being an accountant? I know, uh, I know you've always had a business mind to you, and I know in high school you, you thought a lot about that. But, uh, dude, you've been out for 15 years, man. We were talking about that a few minutes ago. Uh, Time sure uh, sneaks by on us quickly. It really does. I uh, actually, I, I never saw myself being an accountant. Um, I, I just like numbers and somehow um, found this path to be an accountant. But uh, uh, my firm offers a, a lot of good opportunities. So I'm, um, I'm going to apply to go into leadership and try to, you know, steer a path uh, away from accounting. I noticed you just took a big trip uh, a long way from Jackson County. Uh, I had a big vacation here this past summer, man. What was that like? It looked, uh, I was following a lot of it on Instagram and uh, pretty cool, man. That was, uh, had to be a really neat experience. Oh, it was an amazing experience. Went over to Europe. Uh, it's first first time I've ever been over to Europe. Um, went over to Paris, uh, Minorca, France, and then back over to London. Uh, it took about two weeks out. Um, went with a bunch of friends. Just had an amazing time. Uh, highly recommend it if you've never been. 
Speaking of an amazing time, Brandon, you had an amazing career at Ripley High School. You were a good student. You had uh, uh, a lot of accomplishments on and off of the uh, playing field. Talk about your time at Ripley High School, how you look back on it now as we are 15 years away from your graduation. Uh, wow. Um, you know, it was some of the best times of my life, but it really started out my, my life down, down a certain path. Um, if I go back to, uh, you know, that junior year where we were in the playoffs, um, you know, we had a heck of a run. I, I looked up to a lot of the guys there, Corey Eisner, Jeff McCoy, Ty Phelan, um, a bunch of them. But, you know, after, after that season when, you know, I went through my first ACL, ACL surgery, it kind of, you know, set me off this path. And, you know, a lot of people um, want to think that, you know, things happen to them, but really, you know, that ACL surgery happened for me because that taught me so much uh, about myself, about discipline, about hard work, about how, you know, life will give you hurdles and barriers that you got to um, overcome. And, you know, that really taught me all the pain that I could endure and just keep going forward in life and trying to, to succeed and be this best version of myself that I am now. You know, I remember the second knee injury, Brandon, how heartbroken I was for you after seeing how hard you worked coming back. But you were probably more focused coming into that second injury to get better because it appeared to me like you knew what was coming, you knew what to expect, and you knew how to recover from it. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, that's what life teaches you. Once, once you get over one major hurdle that you, that you think you can't overcome, you know, when you go to the next one, it, it's, it's not as difficult. You've been there. You, you know you can get through it. You know you can get past it. And, you know, the important thing is really just believing in yourself and, and keep pushing forward. Talk about – you mentioned Corey Eisner, Jeff McCoy, um, Ty Phelan. Yeah, Steve Talk about Sayre. that. Steve Sayre, yeah. Talk about that junior year for you. That was a magical run for you guys. Uh, you had the one loss in the regular season. You went 9-1. and one. You played Buchanan Upshur in the first round at Memorial Stadium, uh, which coincidentally our opponent this week is Buchanan Upshur. Uh, and then you went on to uh, fall in the second round. But, wow, what a season you guys had. And that was – uh, a really quite a three-headed monster you had with Eisner, Rogers, and McCoy. I mean, it was really we we had just a very balanced team, and so you couldn't really just you know stack the box and stop the run, and then you couldn't sit back and just you know uh, let. So I think we complemented each other really well, and we we had a, a solid group of leaders, those guys that I just named, that uh, kind of set the tone and, you know, made you kind of work hard every single day to kind of be this best version of yourself um, to kind of set yourself up for, you know, such a great, amazing season. Uh, you know, if I could go back, I would definitely go back and do it again. Um, you know, that, that year really, you know, it taught me a lot. Um, I knew, but, I, uh, Brandon, I knew there was something special about you. And, and, and that entire team – your freshman year in basketball when myself and Justin Frazier uh, coached you guys in that Parkersburg league, we went on to win the league championship, John Melhorn. I mean, it was just a group of kids that uh, played hard and really embodied to me what Ripley high school athletics are all about. I mean, when you had, uh, you know, coaches like you and, and Justin <laughs> Frazier that really 
pushed us to be, you know, to push us to our full potential and really believed in us that, that your, your guys' belief in us made us a better player, made us wanted to work hard. I mean, there was not a single practice that, that I wasn't trying to give it my all because I didn't want to let you guys down. And, and when you really have coaches that really believe in you and that really push you and try to get the full potential out of you, you can do great things. Buddy, you went on to play uh, at West Virginia Wesleyan, uh, had a good career up there in college. Talk about what you learned through that experience. Actually, I, I played with uh, Sloan, Sloan Basin, if I, I might have butchered his last name, but he was on that, the, the Buckhannon and Upshur team. It just made me think of it, but uh, college was a, it was a whole different animal. You, you go from a, a big fish in a small pond to a, a, you know, a small fish in a big pond. But, um, you know, we had, a, we, we had a solid group. And when you finally go to college and you're on your own, and you have sports in front of you and you have classes. It, it really taught me how to balance life. And, you know, one thing about me is that I, I never quit anything. Even, you know, nine surgeries later, you know, seven on my knees. Like I, I played all five years of college. Um, it just was never in me to quit. So that really taught me to balance my freedom, to balance um, my professional career and then to balance my love for football. Brandon, I know you're really close with your mom and dad. Talk about them and what an impact they've had on your life. Uh, you know, I, you know, they had me at 18, and I think uh, seeing that they gave me every opportunity to succeed, they gave me every opportunity to push me to be this best version of myself, kind of set the tone for I never wanted to let them down. I wanted to make sure that their belief in me and what they saw in me that, that I could, um, you know, make them proud. So, uh, you know, that was a huge impact because without them, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how my, my life would have, would have ended up if, if I didn't have, uh, um, two strong parent figures that supported me in, in every way possible. And lastly, before I let you go, you're a good five hours from Ripley, uh, being down there in Charlotte. Do you get a chance to follow the Vikes much? Do you, do you follow them on social media? Do you get a listen to broadcast at all? Uh, how I, plugged I do. in do you stay? I do. I follow them on social media and, and I listen to some of the broadcasts when I can. And I always, you know, when I can, I check the scores. Um, but yeah, I'm always checking in. I might not be as, uh, as social media posting as, you know, some people would probably like, but I'm always following the Vikings. Brandon, my home. Brandon, please come back and visit us, man. I appreciate you taking the time to visit with us. One of the best to ever carry the pigskin in the backfield for Ripley High School. You were a lot of fun to watch, dynamic on and off the field. Brandon, thanks for the time, bud. I appreciate it. And Rube, the Vikings trying to rebound this week after a tough loss to Parkersburg South last weekend. But you have to tip your cap to the Patriots. They're a very good football team. Uh, Parkersburg South has a lot of potential this year. Uh, from a personnel standpoint, Brian, they reminded me of the Musselman team that we uh, played in the second round of the playoffs this year. They have a lot of potential. And this week, the Buckhannon uh, Upshur Buccaneers coming to town, a, a team that we went up there last year and rebounded from a loss to Parkersburg South and kind of springboard the 2018 team into a 10-win or a winning streak, a 10-game winning streak. Uh, Vikings can't win 10 in a row unless they win the night, but a good opportunity for them. 
And I thought that um, uh, Buchanan and Ripley had uh, very similar opening games. Uh, Buchanan uh, took on uh, uh, Fairmont Senior in their first game and and suffered a, a hard defeat. I think they were losing forty four to nothing uh, at halftime. So they had a, a tough challenge in their first week as well. Both teams trying to rebound. We'll see what happens at Memorial Stadium. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications. Thanks for listening to Viking 360. We'll see you around.